Welcome back. You know what time it is. It's another edition of the one and only Fan in the Van podcast time. Oh, God, what a very odd week three, I must say. Um, Games that should have been won, teams that should have lost. Oh, God. Obviously, if you listen to Steel and Teal, uh, this past Monday, you know mine and Garrett's picks, which we do well before the games even start. So uh, for those who think that we do them after the game and just decide to make it interesting by picking the teams that won and picking the teams that lost, no, nah, we don't do that. We don't play that around here, okay? Um, Obviously, obviously, Dallas's star on their helmet is proven to be, again, just a rating, not a symbol. I don't get how in the world, even without Trayvon Diggs. Okay, you have CeeDee Lamb on offense. You got Tony Pollard. You got friggin' Deuces Wild Vaughn. You've got an amazing offensive line. Okay, let's be let's be real. Dallas has got, even without Trayvon Diggs, they still got a decent team. And offensively, you could do nothing against the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, that same team that put up 28 on the Giants, that should have never happened either. But, you know, with the Giants, it's a bit of a different story. Um, They're just a shit show right now. I mean, you don't have Andrew Thomas. Evan Neal is not taking the step up he's needed to take. But, you know, the Giants at some point will figure it out. The Cowboys, on the other hand, again, you know, this is our year and... You know, we're winning it all, and we them boys, blah, 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 blah. You know, Dak throws a horrible interception in the end zone. Um, You know, they could just do nothing offensively to put up any amount of points. You know, Pollard couldn't score. CeeDee Lamb, you know, he couldn't catch the ball at times. You know, obviously... Just like every other game, questionable calls. Was it pass interference in the end zone with Marco Wilson? Um, he never looks back to see where the ball is. And, you know, the refs decide to pick the flag up. And, you know, again, the NFL's got an officiating problem. I mean, let's be real. Which, you know, jumps into Sunday night's game. You know, the the Raiders are fucking whacking Kenny around like it ain't nobody's business, you know, Sunday night. And obviously, our offensive line is a huge problem. I think at this point, you just start Broderick Jones over Dan Moore. Dan Moore couldn't even block a fucking wall at standstill. And, you know, no flags on hits on Kenny. But Minka, Minka for the life of me, and I was going to get into this later, but I'm just going to do it now. It's not roughing the passer. I I, I don't get the, the this fucking this fucking bullshit. So last week he's a dirty player. This week he's he's a dirty player. So you can't tackle high. You can't tackle low. So somebody fucking explain to me how do you tackle then? How? 
please, I would love to see how you're supposed to tackle. What are you supposed to do? Fucking pick him up like it's your friggin' wedding day, carry him over the threshold, lay him down on the bed and say, here you go, sweetie, you're down for 10 yards? Is that what you're supposed to do? Because if that's so, put these guys in flags now. Just make it flag football at this point. Because it's getting ridiculous. And, you know, all you steal here is a country going to defend it. And it's Minka. And, of course, you know, Jim's going to defend it because he has to always defend his stealer plays. Listen, I'll tell you when one of my guys has a dirty hit on somebody. I ain't afraid. Shit. I'm definitely not afraid. But, you know, again, it's not roughing the passer. It's not. Especially when all he did was wrap his arms around and all he did was just... It's not like he fucking launched him to the ground. He had him, wrapped him up, and then just plopped him to the ground. Not like what Mac Jones did on Sauce Gardner where he's going out there doing fucking cup checks. And Mac Jones is another one. Listen, the, the kid's been in the league now for what? Almost five years? And he's been labeled a dirty player. And we've seen his, some of his dirty plays. And I don't blame C.J. Mosley at all. Like, wait, wait, freaking me and Jay are watching the game. I was like, oh, what the hell is this going on? And all of a sudden, you see Sauce Gardner. He's like, yo, don't touch my shit, bro. Like, come on. Come on, man. You know, and I don't blame Sauce Gardner for obtaining footage of, the, of, of that incident and sending it to the NFL so he doesn't get fined. To me, that's smart of a kid in his second year to go and do that. Not most people would sit there and go get the footage of themselves getting cock-knocked, okay, and then sending it to the league and saying, here, so I, so you can't find me. So this is me justifying why I shoved this piece of shit. Okay, obviously, the Jets got their own problems. So listen, I said you have to see what you got with Zach Wilson. It's not like I could sit here and say I didn't say it because you guys could all go to past episodes and be, well, on this date, you know, Jim, you did say the Jets got on the, you know, the Jets do have to see what they got with Zach Wilson. Yeah, I know I said it. And I think even still, even even if you bring in, you know, a Carson Wentz, Matt Ryan already said, I've expressed no interest. I don't even know why my name is in this report. He goes, I'm enjoying what I'm doing right now. Yeah, because you can't blow a lead from the booth. All you could do is talk about it. Um, but even if you bring in Carson Wentz, it's still not enough time to acclimate and, and get this team to that level they need to be at, or at least a a subpar version of that level they should be at now. So there's no point of bringing in Carson Wentz. You're, you're unfortunately, you're going to be stuck with the Zach Wilson experiment all year long. And listen, it's not like New England's got some chop shop defense because they got a pretty good defensive line and a great secondary. And, and you saw it where Wilson had nowhere to throw to. But again, that offensive line did Wilson no justice either. Did you no justice? I mean, that kid was scrambling for his life. You've seen all the freaking hostility on the sideline. Uh, you know, Michael Carter III's arguing with the freaking coach about something. Garrett Wilson's pretty much telling Zach Wilson, I'm the better of the two Wilsons. You just get me the ball, bitch. Um, you know, it just, it, it just, it just is what it is from that factor. And, you know, the listen, It's gonna, if you're a Jets fan, it's going to be a long ride. I hate to say it. It ain't going to get no better. Um, obviously, we had the Chiefs-Bear game. And listen, I don't need to see blank spaces, Taylor Swift, 
Every five seconds, you talk about Travis Kelsey. We get it. He's slinging her the chief dick, okay? We get it. I don't care. You know what I care about? The product that's on the field, not what's in the suite. I don't care. You know what the only Swift-Kelsey duo I can do with is Jason Kelsey and DeAndre Swift is the only combo I want to hear talked about during a football game. Not Travis and Taylor. I don't care. Oh, well, Andy Reid set them up. It's such a Twilight story. Oh, he's going to imprint her later. Oh, how lovely. I don't fucking care. I don't think anybody who watches the NFL cares. Unless you're one of those who's just like, you know, like you're dating a girl who's into all that bullshit. And she's like, oh my God, Taylor's dating Travis. Oh my God, I hope they come out with a reality show. Like when Travis met, you know, like when Travis met Taylor, they could make a movie out of it. And at the end, Travis can win a Super Bowl and she could, she could sit there and he could hoist her up and go, you're my Lombardi, baby. Nobody wants to see that fucking vomiting bullshit. Really? Come on. Come on. Nobody wants to see it. We just want to see what's on the field, and that's the Bears getting decimated. And speaking of decimating, I feel I feel bad for my buddy David, 1420 Sports. Boy, did them Dolphins put a schlacking, a schlacking on the Broncos. I mean, Wilson had no business out there after it was 42 to like 13 or whatever it was. But Sean Payton kept him out there. Maybe to send a message. Or maybe he's like, you know what? We're getting killed. And maybe this is the time where you could just figure out your shit. You know, kind of like what you do with a pitcher in baseball. Where it's like, you know what? You got to figure your way out of this. So I'm not calling on the bullpen to save you. You're going to figure this out yourself. And speaking of baseball for a second, yep, as we figured, the Yankees are out of playoff contention. No shocker there. And if you really have any faith they're doing anything this offseason, um, think again, they will do nothing. It'll just be more of the same. So get ready for it. We'll be having, we'll be having this discussion again in 2024 because I'm not going to go in depth into this one because it's fucking putrid to, to talk about. And we're on the NFL now. So back to the NFL. And... I don't know what the Broncos do. Like, I told Dave straight up, they need to rebuild from the ground up. That's what they need to do. And he was like, he freaking, he's like, oh, you know what? I'll just go watch the replay later. I said, I don't know why you want to put, I said, don't do it, man. I said, I'm being your friend here. Don't put yourself to that fucking misery. Don't. I said, watch something more entertaining. Like, watch the, watch the Vikings Charger game, which I don't know what the Vikings are going to do here. And this is something where the Jets tie into this. If... If you want a quarterback who's already a starting quarterback, the Jets could do this. And granted, it's a rental because Kirk Cousins will hit the market next year. And it's not like they're going to sign him and then have him and Rodgers and Zach Wilson. They're not going to do that. No. You could trade for Kirk Cousins. The Vikings are 0-3 in a division that is subpar at best. Okay. They're in a division where they should be 3-0, but they're 0-3. And a lot of that is maybe they're missing Dalvin Cook in the run game, and maybe you shouldn't have cut him, okay? Part of it is 
yeah, Justin Jefferson will get you all the fantasy stats you want, but the one that's most important that doesn't ma that matters not only if you're in fantasy and take it really seriously, or even on the field where the team takes it seriously, which is all that matters at the end, which puts up W's because he, again these guys don't care about your fantasy leagues is touchdowns, and he finally gets one Sunday, but it really doesn't matter because they still lost because bad clock management uh, on the Vikings part and the Chiefs defense is actually pretty good to Chiefs. The Chargers defense is actually pretty decent for the most part and their offense was just explosive which you didn't expect to see. Keenan Allen Keenan Allen had himself a, a a huge day. Mike Williams of course as usual as we predicted earlier in in podcast with myself and Garrett, even myself, you know, on our separate shows you know, that one of their top wide receivers would be hurt by weeks three or four. And sure enough, unfortunately, Mike Williams tears his ACL in this game. And let me guess, Browns fans are going to say that I hope for that one too. Uh, no, I didn't. Again, we don't like to see injuries. It sucks. But then again, in the sport of football, we all know what these guys signed up for and what they do to provide us the entertainment of which we get to watch a product. Um, because at the end of the day, some of you jerk offs need to realize that these guys are humans. Like I said on, on our episode for Monday morning with, uh, with Garrett, you know, these guys are humans at the end of the day and they could show emotion and everything the same way we can. They're not fucking robots just because they make hundreds of millions of dollars more than we do. Doesn't mean that they're not the same person that we are. You know, they, they know better than you to know better than me. And, you know, and it sucks because, you know, what could the Chargers be if Mike Williams was healthy all year? Well, I don't think they'd still be much, but, you know, you, you never know. But again, Brad Staley's not the answer in L.A. He's not the answer. And speaking of L.A., robbed last night. Robbed. I don't think Tutu Atwell was out on that. Uh, you know, uh, 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 bleh, on that run. I think he's in. You know, and it's the same. You can say the same thing in the Cleveland game, which I can't believe I had to pick them in our picks. But, I mean, hey, they got to win. The defense did their thing. Uh, but Amari Cooper got screwed. I'll admit it. He got screwed. He was inbounds. I watched that thing over and over again. And listen, those who listen, you know I hate the Browns. You know I hate. I hate them with a passion, but you you know when, when things happen, you got to hit on them. So listen to the I mean, granted, Cleveland won anyway, but that would have been another touchdown, another stat to pad the stats for for um for uh Masseuse Boy and Cooper, obviously, and um yeah, the the NFL just true. I, I mean. If you're Stefanski, I don't even know if he challenged that. And if you do, you would have won it. Maybe, St I don't know if Stefanski challenged it or not. Um, but if he didn't, I guess maybe he felt, hey, you know what? We're beating him anyway. We're stopping Derrick Henry. Uh, the fact that now you have to have two guys shadowing Miles Garrett shows you, honestly, and listen, again, when I've bashed the Browns, I've given Miles, Miles Garrett his credit. I don't think he's better than TJ, but he's in that he's in that spectrum. To the fact that now you have to have two guys shadowing him to see where he's going and what he's going to do 
shows you that now these teams are on their game is how do we stop Miles Garrett? It's kind of the same problem you have with the Steelers with with Watt and Alex Highsmith is how do you stay if you double team Watt Highsmith single covered if you double team Highsmith Watt single covered I mean and you've seen it um Sunday night Watt gets his second one and Garoppolo's knee he gets bent back like a pretzel and I'm getting messages like is that TJ Watt's a dirty player there was nowhere TJ Watt could have gone with people on top of him, with, with Garoppolo on top of him. What do you want him to do? It was just a freak occurrence. Luckily, nothing bad happened there. And Garoppolo was spared tearing every CL in his friggin' knees. You know, and again, you know, it sucks he's in concussion protocol, but, you know, it's not roughing the passer. I mean, all, all the ones that should have been called. On the Raiders were clearly missed. The holding on Highsmith was clearly missed. I mean, we still won the game, and everybody's right up. Just the way this, just the way the NFL scriptwriters wrote it up, it's going to be a win for the Raiders. Well, guess what? If you're a Raiders fan and you live in Las Vegas and you're at that game, don't you find it a, a, the most bit appalling that it was seventy-five to eighty percent Steeler fans in your building? How do you allow that as a fan base? How? That's disgusting. That really is. If if I was a Raiders fan, I would be I would be annoyed because you can even hear it on TV. There's no chance of let's go Raiders. It's let's go Steelers. You know, and Max Crosby's trying to get the crowd hyped up for a you know for a huge third down stop, and it's like crickets, crickets. Fucking crickets. There was like there wasn't a ton of Raiders fans there from 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 the uh you you know from the videos I seen put on Instagram and Twitter from people that were actually at the game, but you know again Kenny Pickett improved in this game to a degree. Uh the run game. I don't know what you're gonna do with the run game here because uh, you know. <sighs> It's it's very putrid, you know. My buddy Brandon's messaging me, Najee sucks. And I'm like, listen, bro, it's the fucking O line. You know they can't create the holes, and, and they need to. And I I don't know. Listen, I don't know how you're gonna do it with with guys like Dan Moore who can't even block Kenny Pickett's blindside. Like you you drafted this kid to protect the quarterback's blindside, and he's not even doing it. I honestly think you let Broderick Jones start. You know, you have to, if you're the Steelers, you have to incorporate Darnell Washington into the red zone game. You know, there's so many things you could scheme up with him. Calvin Austin so far has proven that he belongs. I mean, people said Kenny couldn't throw it deep. Boom, what does he do? Throws an absolute dime, dime to Calvin Austin. And by the way, Marcus Peters, you got fucking smoked on that route. You got smoked, okay? You look like the remnants of the last cigar I smoked because you were just fucking burnt. Burnt. Yeah, biatch. I mean, was it the prettiest game? No. But, you know, again, the Steelers pull another rabbit out of the hat and they win by the skin of their ass. And that's Steeler football right now. That's just what it is. That's just, listen, 
Did you really think he was going to change from Ben to fucking Kenny? No. No. It wasn't. Would you think it was going to be simpler? No. No. Did you think that the that, that the same bullshit calls on a big play were going to just end? Ah, 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 yeah, right. Kenny Pickett has a nice 20-something yard scramble. And here we go. Holding. I knew it. As soon as the flag was, as soon as the flag came out, friggin', because me, Jay, and Melissa were watching the game. Friggin' Melissa, like, what's the flag for? I said, you already know, holding 10 yards, bring it back. Same bullshit. Every time, I, I, I literally have to, I, I'm literally, there's going to be a Steeler game that's going to be on national TV where I'm going to go live. And you're just going to see how I watch a game. And you're going to be like, holy shit. Like, how does he know it's holding before they even call it? Well, because it's steal of football. That's just what it is. Big play? Ah, not. Let's just fucking shoot ourselves in the dick. You know, let's just cheddar bob ourselves. You know, like, you know, we, you know, it's like we, we just can't have nice things. <laughs> kind of. It's just fucking ridiculous. But, you know, getting back to Minka, though. You, f- you people think... That he's this guy that just like, like he'll take a cheap shot. And it's sad because in the Chubb situation, you had Miles Garrett, who in essence told you, you can't take a guy down that's built big upstairs. So you got to go, you have to go low. Unfortunately, this was the result of it. It's not like Nick Chubb's coming out saying, yeah, Minka took me out because he's a dirty player. No, Nick Chubb would tell you. Listen, he was playing his he was playing football. He did what he had to do. I would have did the same thing. I would have went low. That's what they teach you. If a guy's built big from the neck to the waist, you're not stopping him. Because guess what happens? You're the one who's gonna be on your ass concussed. Then Mile then Minka decides, okay, <coughs> I'm just gonna wrap Garoppolo up and just kind of toss him a bit to the side so he's downed, not fucking throw him like with like a 90 mile an hour fastball to the turf. No, he's not going to do, he he doesn't do that. And he's labeled dirty. So again, like I said, minutes ago, all you supposed professional tacklers out there that know how to tackle on Twitter, put out a video of how to tackle. Do it, asshole. Do it. Oh, that's right. You can't because you don't know how to tackle because you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Because you're a clueless fucking moron. So, yeah. Stick to your fucking day job if you're even good at that. <coughs> and shut the fuck up. And let these guys play football. How about that? How about that? Because it's ridiculous. Because according to you people, everybody's a dirty player. It's not just Minka. This guy's dirty. That guy's dirty. This guy's dirty. Mac Jones is definitely a dirty player, and he plays offense. And it, it's it's comical because a buddy of mine messages me at like 9 a.m. Hey, you want to go to the Jet Patriot game? And, and this is the thing I hate. Ready? If you want me to go to a game, okay, and you're offering me the other ticket, try telling me in advance. Don't tell me the the day of. And especially when you should have already been leaving because you know you want to get, for a one o'clock game, you want to be there early to tailgate. 
you know, and interact with everybody and, you know, just have a good time. You know, smoke cigars in the parking lot, barbecue, you know, you know, take shots, get it, you know, whatever it is. But <laughs> this leads into what happens at football games now. Obviously, we know last Sunday night, not this past Sunday, the Sunday before the Dolphin Patriot game, a Patriot fan gets his ass handed to him and unfortunately in the hospital passes away. From the reports originally, it was because of this beating. Apparently, it was something else he had that led to his death. This didn't really help much. And then you had the Niner Giant game Thursday night. And this fan decides to grab this girl by the hair and just like yoke her down to the ground. And then he starts kicking somebody else. And there was just fights all over the place. And I don't understand for the life of me how you just can't go to a game. And just enjoy it. Again, a game. That's all it is, is a game. And you assholes are taking it like you're on the field. You know how many Yankees, Red Sox games I've been to? (laughs) And have rarely got into an altercation? Like, as far as it getting physical? Yeah, there's been the... You know, the, you know, the chirping back and forth and this guy, yeah, your fucking team sucks. And I'm like, yeah, why don't you go back to Boston and choke on a fucking can of Campbell's fucking chunky, you know, New England clam chowder, you fuck. But it's never gone to fists, okay? You know how many hockey games I've been to and it's the same thing? Or nothing at all. Or basketball games and nothing at all. The, the, the problem is, is that everybody's getting shit-faced in the parking lot. So by the time they walk in again, and I know I've discussed this on another episode. You're getting shit-faced in the parking lot. And I'm not saying, listen, you can't have a good time. You can't have a few and then go to the game and enjoy it. And listen, I understand why some people are having a lot in the parking lot. Because you don't want to pay the prices inside. Trust me, you don't. Okay, so I understand. But maybe you should limit yourself. So then you at least know where you are and how to act. But again, I'm not telling anybody how to live. If that's what you take from it, I'm just giving you a piece of advice. I'm not saying, hey, you know, you need to do this and I'm going to act like your dad and blah, blah. I'm not doing that. No. All I'm saying is, is just act like, you know, act like you have common sense. You know what I'm saying? You don't have to beat somebody to the point that they're dead. What does that prove? And I don't even know what happened after that if they even arrested the guy. I, I Hopefully they did. And hopefully they find the other guy. that do you, There's no reason why you should be putting your hand on it. Listen, two women are fighting. Don't even get involved. Let them beat the shit out of each other. Let other women break it up. Because you know what happens when a guy gets involved. You know what's going to happen. So just stop. Just let two women break it up. Women are fighting women. Let them break it up. And I'm just saying that from the standpoint of you don't want to be accused of anything. Especially in the intoxicated state everybody's in. You don't know. Listen, you go to grab a woman by her waist. Next thing you know, you got cops in your face. And the cops saying, oh, she says you grabbed up on her titties. When you didn't. But she's going to claim you did. And this leads to a whole bunch of other bullshit. But anyway. So obviously, you know. <laughs> I'm just thinking about the the the, the, the whole Raven cult game. As I'm doing this because it's interesting. So obviously we all know that the pass from Lamar to Zay Flowers should have been passing. It should have been called pass interference. 
And somebody on Twitter actually makes a good point. And they actually commented it on Lamar's thing on Twitter. Because uh, I guess he I guess he retweeted or put out his own press conference or whatever it was. And somebody goes, well, you know, if you didn't take the sack there, you wouldn't have been in that position. Not for nothing, you're right. If Lamar doesn't take the sack there, if his offensive line protects him, if Lamar is able to get out and scramble, you, you're not in that situation. You don't lose that game to the Colts. You had no reason to lose that game to the Colts. But you did, and now... Every team in the AFC North, other than the Bengals, are 2-1. and one. But right now, the Steelers are ahead of Cleveland because we've already beaten them. So Cleveland, again, yet sits in third. Uh, <laughs> you know, Baltimore obviously sits at the helm, if I'm not mistaken. Let me check real quick. AFC North standings. I love doing this. Actually, no. No, you have you have the Steelers in first place right now. Hmm. Do I like that? Oh, yes, I do. Yes, I do. Oh, God. But, yeah. Um, I mean, will it stay like that? Probably not. Because, let's see. We got week four. Week four is going to be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting. Let's see. Who do we got? Well, we have the Steelers playing the Texans. And I still can't. I feel so bad. I can't believe the Texans beat the Jaguars. And I know Garrett was pissed. He's like, I'm fucking steaming right now. He's like, I turned it off. You know what? I don't blame you. I don't blame you, Garrett, because I would have done the same thing. But then again, apparently, from what they said during the broadcast, the Texans have won the past like eight out of nine or ten meetings, wherever it was. And half of those were when they had Masseuse Boy there before he decided to go out and, you know, allegedly just whip his thing out in front of everybody. Um, the one thing I'm glad about, they don't have double Monday night headers after after last night. Thank God. Thank fucking God. Yeah, Patriots, Cowboys. <sighs> Yeah, I, I don't know about that. Yeah, the Saints, Buccaneers. Obviously, Derek Carr is hurt. And I, you know what? The, the thing with the Derek Carr injury, and maybe this proves to be true, that playing on grass in Lambeau saved him from a, 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 a season-ending injury. So for those, for those in the NFL that think that there's no statistical fact that grass is safer than than playing than playing on a piece of rubberized fake grass, which then just has concrete underneath it, um, you're wrong because just go to that game alone. I that I, I don't that's all I'm saying. But <laughs> with that being said, uh, I gotta take care of some stuff here at work. So, as always, I like to thank everybody that follows and retweets. Obviously, my guys, Brent and David, 1420 Sports. Dave, don't worry. It can't get any worse. Um, I mean, it can, but it ain't going to get any better anytime soon unless they decide to just fucking throw a fucking, a, 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 a fucking helicopter full of M80s into, you know, into your fucking facility and just fucking blow the whole thing up and then rebuild. Um, obviously... 
Uh, check out Garrett and Jalen at Two Dudes at Sports News, as well as Garrett's solo show, which he will be coming back out with again soon. Uh, is this a bad take? As well as Steel and Teal with myself and Garrett. Also check out myself and E-Man from Average Joe Sports with Cigar and Sports, as well as his solo projects that he has. Um, definitely check out Aaron at Brutally Honest Sports Podcast. Definitely, definitely... Also, if you're going to Vegas and you want to know the do's and don'ts, uh, where to go, where to eat, where not to eat, uh, where to party, where not to party, I would say, uh, definitely go check out Coil at Visit Vegas Places. Uh, always puts out great content. If you're into sports betting and you're an NFL player, because so many of them listen to our shows, I, I can almost guarantee you that, you know, I, I, I can almost guarantee you Deshaun Watson's a huge fan of this show. I mean, I mean, my God, I mean, he's been clamoring to come on and I'm, I'm sorry, this show, listen, I may speak bluntly, but this show has class. I can't have a, I, I can't have a, te- I can't have a, a predator on my show. Sorry, Deshaun, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to definitely say no to that. Sorry. Sorry, Deshaun. I'm sorry. Uh, my people will tell your people no. I've already told you no, <laughs> but uh if you're in the sports betting and you're an NFL player outside an NFL facility and also bet responsibly as well, uh, go check out Nate's Daily Wagers. Uh, always has uh, good insightful tips of which games you should pick, what parlays you should take on, uh, all that other good stuff. Uh, if you're into pro wrestling, definitely check out John Wrestling Fan Insight. Always puts out great content and always does a great Twitter space with the group of people he does it with. Um... I'm drawing such a brain fart of who else, but everybody else, you know who you are. Uh, as far as podcasters that that follow, retweet, and support, uh, there's always the guys who don't podcast that support, like my buddy Brandon always uh, listens to every episode, gives me his insights on things going on in, you know, in uh, rat bird land, as I like to call it, which we have to do a show soon. Uh, it just sucks when you try to collaborate with people and... Every time you're free, the other party isn't. Or every time they're free, you're not. It just sucks. Um, you know, I just wish I could hit Lotto and then just like podcast all day, which would be great. Um, but but definitely, uh, he's a huge supporter of the show, as well as my buddies Ed and Jim from E&J Auto, who are always in here and ordering parts for me. So, you know, I guess they got nothing to listen to throughout the day. So they not only have to see my mug, but then they also have to hear my face, uh, hear my voice over uh, a speaker. So, yeah, whatever. You take all the support you can get. But with that being said, everybody stay safe. And as always, peace.